guys, and welcome to episode 22 of Criminality, the podcast where Rebecca, thank goodness loving reality isn't a crime because we really love this stuff. We really do. And it would take away from us watching the crimes happen on reality. I mean, Salt Lake City, anybody? I can't get enough. It's so, so good. And the amount of recaps I'm listening to, just like the details I've missed that, you know, Ben and Ronnie and the like are talking about. It's incredible. I'm I'm living for this season. It's truly like the best thing I'm watching is that show. Every yeah. episode, week after week, gives something new, a different vantage point. Just when you think that story's going to get like tired or something. No, it's not. And what I can't get out of my head right now is Lisa's voice saying Jenny. And I was thinking about you and like, does it, does that same affect work on every name? I was like, Melissa, like <laughs> Jenny. Like, I was like, really should, good. I, should I creep her out and just start the show? Like Melissa. <laughs> and so I've been Hi, trying it gorgeous. out on everybody. Hi, baby. Gorgeous. Um, I've been trying it out on people like in my house and yeah. not watching. How are they, so are they appreciating it? Yeah. No, no. Well, we both have are you? three syllable names. That makes it hard, it right? It does. Jenny is perfect for it. And even like Whitney doesn't work the same way. It's like mm. really, maybe it's just for Jenny that she does that. But um, <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. It's always a good time. Um, I'm excited to talk about the shows we're watching at the end. I'm excited about this entire episode. This is just going to be fun. Oh my gosh, Melissa, me too, because I've figured out because I'm I'm just so intuitive, you know, with mm-hmm. uh, fiance that perhaps maybe we just might be talking about 90 day fiance. Huh, that doesn't seem like me. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, of course, all I know. I know some of our listeners have put in some very specific guesses. I have a feeling they probably know and are right. Um, and they've also dropped some really scary, terrifying clues that um, I'm just I'm just here buckling up and, and ready when you are. <laughs> I literally cannot imagine you reading the clues that people were writing in the comments, like where this is going. Well, I'm just glad they're not the clues you picked because like I'd get flagged on Instagram for posting some yeah. of them <laughs> <laughs> visually. <laughs> Very true. There's a reason I went a little more general with this. Mm-hmm. But Rebecca, let's play a game of word association, if Ooh, you will. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to give you three words, and mm-hmm. you tell me what they have in common. Three words okay. or phrases. All right. First one, terrorism. Second one, poop water. <laughs> and third, a lock of your mother's hair. So you're telling me all three of these have something in common? Mm-hmm. And I should know it? Absolutely not. If you know oh. it, you've got <laughs> There's some things. Okay. Yeah. Hit me because for poop water, all I can think of is black water. But okay, well, <laughs> that's that's a throwback. That's a callback. Yeah, there you go. Um, so if you guess serial killer, though, you would probably be wrong, at least for now. Jury's okay. still out. But if you guess the subject of today's podcast, star of 90 Day Fiance and penis sheath wearer, Paul Staley, you'd be right. And we should be friends. And you and I can be friends anyway. Yeah, I, I won't hold this against you. It's, okay, good. <laughs> it's more of a negative for knowing it, really, if we're being honest. So today we're going to talk about the journey of Paul and a little about the TLC gem of a show. Sorry, I read that wrong. Germ of a show, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I haven't shown you his bride. Hang on, let me move. She's not got she's love beautiful. in her eyes. No, no. She is she, beautiful, but she's not looking at him adoringly. <laughs> 
We'll get to that. Don't worry. So 90 Day Fiance premiered on January 12th, 2014 on TLC. You remember TLC, the learning channel. Rebecca, do you have any connection to TLC 90 Day Fiance? I don't hear a lot from you regarding that channel. Uh, no, you know what comes to mind when you say TLC is the, the baby story. Baby story. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, my gosh. I actually haven't thought of that show in a really long time, but um, this will date and age me, but I watched that back when I was pregnant and my kids are yeah. not babies or kids. So yeah, baby story and TLC is like very associated tightly in my brain. It's so funny. I knew you would say that before <laughs> anything, because that's what I remember. They had the wedding story too, but baby yes. story was one. Whenever I had kids, same thing. Like, I remember watching those and not learning anything. No, I don't know why we watched those. Like, I mean, I don't know. I need to. There wasn't a lot of reality, I think. There wasn't a lot of like people showing their lives and stuff. So maybe that was it. True. I I don't know. I just wonder, like, what, why? I don't know. Never mind. We didn't have on demand channels. I feel like that really. We were limited. (laughs) It's true. We didn't have a lot of options. That explains a lot. So, TLC is home to shows like Baby Story, um, Mm -hmm. My 600 Pound Life, Mm -hmm. Buying Naked, or a show that premiered last year that feels like a personal attack, which is My Feet Are Killing Me, which was just them fixing things that were wrong with people's feet. So it's just feet that are focused on the entire show. Disgusting. Corns just, I mean, corns would be, we should be so lucky if it was a corn. If it was a corn, it was like a corn that had a corn on a corn. And a new foot grew out of it with a corn. That's right, the, the kind of issue. Corn spawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cornatopia. It was horrific. <laughs> so 90 Day Fiance started as a way to document couples on their journey with a K-1 visa. So if you're not familiar with a K-1 visa, it's also known as the Fiance visa. So you've probably mm-hmm. heard of somebody, know of somebody who has had it if you don't know it through the show. Sure. So once a couple's been established and can prove to the U.S. government that they are indeed a couple, they can apply for a K-1 visa. So once they have the K-1 visa, the fiancé comes over and they have 90 days from the time they land to get married. So that's that's a lot of pressure on people. Yeah. Right? So basically some of these people have only known each other online or whatever, and they have 90 days to plan a wedding, decide this is forever, and go through with it. It's It's a it's crunch time. That's not a lot of time at all. So 90 Day Fiance, the show, though, has been a huge hit. So much so that when I first found the show, I was actually away uh, with my husband for our anniversary and a marathon was playing on TLC. And I watched eight straight hours of <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. So romantic. <laughs> I know. It makes me an expert on 90 Day Fiance and marriage. So um, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> So it's been such a moneymaker for TLC, though, that it's launched a million spinoffs. Uh, okay. 90 Day Fiance, Where Are They Now? 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Nobody's Happy. And even 90 Day Fiance, Flavor Flav, Finds Love on the High Seas. Okay. Very specific. The last one is not true, but can you imagine if there was a Flavor oh Flav? <laughs> but I, but he, I you bought it. it. I mean, if there's a foot show, there could be that show. 
Why not? Jeez. Yeah, I know. You were just like, okay, that's specific. Yeah, on, the, on the high sea. Okay. Yeah. People love the boat shows. I, I get it. Tracks. I don't know what I was going through when I wrote that joke, but <laughs> all dreaming aside though, 90 Day Fiance has a million spinoffs, but the one we're focusing on today is 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. And so 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days is literally before the fiance comes to the U.S. So sometimes it's the couple meeting for the first time in person. Sometimes it's um, they've met a few times and they're going back over to propose. But it is just a mess because everyone is catfishing everyone (laughs) on these shows. As you can imagine, the catfishing is out of control. Legitimately? Catfishing or just like, like not being honest and and sort of manipulating. Oh, there are some photos. There is a Zied and Rebecca and fans of the show will know who I'm talking about. This lady filtered herself into oblivion. She, (laughs) she, it was crazy. And he wore her shirt on his chest and meets her in the airport, right? Oh, that's Wait, he wore her face on a shirt on his chest. Meets her at the airport, and you see her standing next to this picture of her. Oh, no. That is two different people. Like, what if he didn't even recognize her? Like, what if he was like, no, that's not her. Like, look at my shirt. If there wasn't a camera crew, I do think there would have been questions. (laughs) (laughs) That's so wrong. He is just something else. They all are something else. So back in August of 2017, though, 90 days before the 90 days came into our hearts. Enter Paul and his penis sheath. I'm going to get to what that means very soon, but I like kind of making you suffer um, with just wondering what's going on. I'm just glad you're going to tell me and I don't have to. Maybe I'll see. Maybe I'll skip it all together. I'm kidding. So 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days to me is the creme de la creme. This is where we were introduced to the Silva twins. Do you remember the two girls I sent you? We had a chat about them. They scare me. Darcy and Stacy, they scare themselves and every man away that they've ever met. Um, and we've also met Angela, the lone egg ranger, and Michael, her fiance. <laughs> Those are jokes for people listening. Sorry. <laughs> so they're truly- I know they're there. I know they're out there. I'm <laughs> they're so tr- glad. I'm having to commit to these things, knowing that you're just like nodding approvingly, but really just like, what is she talking about? So it's really the worst of the worst and the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Paul was really no exception. On this version of 90 Day Fiance, that before the 90 days, we're meeting this couple before they actually propose. So a lot of times we're seeing them with the first meeting. It's super awkward. The awkwardness comes from the camera. It comes from the meeting, like I was mentioning Ziad and Rebecca. It comes from the fact that a lot of times these couples don't speak the same language. Oh, my gosh. Case in point, Paul and Karini. I can never figure out how to point to things. I know. So Paul and Karini's love is a tale as old as time. Boy meets girl on an international dating site. Girl and boy can only speak to each other through a translator app. Boy claims he loves this girl's big heart. And then TLC shows a picture of this girl's heart in a bikini (laughs) while he says like, double hearts, such a great heart. Obviously, this is love. And once this love has been translated clearly enough to get by boy jumps on a plane to travel internationally to meet his love in Brazil. Paul runs into our lives with mosquito nets and baggage. He sat down with the doctor before he 
went to Brazil, told him where he was going. They were like, you need all these shots. You need mosquito nets. You need all of these things. And he bought all of them. Hashtag penis sheath. We're getting there. (laughs) So (laughs) they jump into love like they jump into the lake or poop water is what Paul calls it. So, Rebecca, without further ado-do, I mean, further ado, (laughs) I have a video for you to watch. The travel doctor warned me not to drink or swim in any untreated water because of all the diseases. Oh, you're going to jump in, aren't you? But I definitely want to impress Karini. So, uh... I'm gonna put this on first. Taste that fish just through the waiter. And I had this little penis, I guess like a sheath protection bag. I'll put a condom on, have that to hold that on. Definitely don't want nothing swimming up my penis. All right. No. No, we go back up. Cheetah. No. Please. Uh, <laughs> so oh, oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can never unsee that. No, you can't. Thoughts? <laughs> She looks different than the wedding photo, so yes. I almost think she looks prettier in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not important. No. Um, yeah, I do have thoughts, and I didn't, I didn't know there was such a thing as like a protective sheath. Penis sheath uh, is what we're calling yes. this. <laughs> yes. I, so I've heard you say about four times. I think this is like becoming like a. We need like a ding every oh, time. Oh no! It's gonna you say penis <laughs> <sheath>. counter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know those existed. Forgive my naivete. I didn't know. I mean, I knew condoms. Yeah. This I is this is different. I don't, um, I'm not 100% sure that that is like FDA regulated, though. I think that's... It looked like a Ken doll jacket. It was so weird. But here's my issue, really, with him. I understand traveling uh, somewhere... Sure. ...that your system is not used to and taking precautions. Right. There is like a way to do that so you don't sound like such a jerk right and it's so disrespectful totally yeah like I understand not wanting to get sick from water that you've never like had right right you know so but that was just so rude that's part of what happens on this show is it's culture shock both ways and not Americans typically don't handle it very well and you see a Shocker. lot of this uh nonsense yeah it's well it's, at least she probably didn't know what he was saying she didn't when they he was saying have poop water the water yeah. yeah yeah yeah. it was it was a whole thing so so gross so this lovely couple they um realize via translator app of course that they are meant to be together forever even though if this is Where's Waldo, I'm fairly certain Paul couldn't point Karini out if it was just Karini and Waldo, which isn't an insult to her. It's just these two are like obsessed with being in love, but they don't care who that person is that's okay. on the other end, you know? It's just was all that- weird, Rebecca. Wait till you see. I, I haven't shown you them communicating on the translator app yet. Well, she wanted to take, sorry, I have a question. She yeah, wanted please. to take something off. Was it the life jacket, the terrible swimsuit, or the penis sheath? 
Um, I think it was it, it was probably the life jacket and okay. he wore a bulletproof vest, the other thing. That's the other thing you saw the whole time he was wearing. I forgot until Stop. I watched it. I will say later, whenever he visits, he calms down. But that first trip, <laughs> you've never seen anything like it. It's it's un it is unreal. Like you just don't think people exist like this. And they do, and it's him. And they do, and it's him, and he does all of the things, like not just one. All of them. All of them. Okay. Yes. Okay, now I know who we're dealing with. Yes. Well, <laughs> let's continue. So back to the story, though. Boy meets girl via translator app. Couple fall in love, but like all good reality TV, there's a twist. Mm. Sometimes the twist in these shows is that the person didn't mention that they were broke. Other times, it's that the person is only on the show to hawk tea on their Instagram. But the best ones, and the reason for this podcast, is the revelation of a criminal record. Oops. By translator app, of course. The happy couple would be happy for only so long before Paul felt it was finally time to share with his new girlfriend a little about his past. And share he did. And we are going to get into this criminal record after a quick break to hear a word from this week's sponsors. Spring is bursting with fresh energy. The air, our aspirations, and even our homes get a refreshing makeover. And what better time to revamp your home security with Simply Safe? It's our top choice and for good reason. Praised as the best home security system for 2024 by US News and World Report and recognized by Newsweek for its exceptional customer service, Simply Safe has you covered. From break-ins to fires and floods, its comprehensive sensors keep your entire home safeguarded. I also love that with the cameras I have in my house, I can be gone, not be able to get a hold of a kid, and simply go onto one of the cameras and look around the room and see my kid is there and safe, but just ignoring me, as you know, kids will do sometimes. And with a range of indoor and outdoor cameras, you can keep a vigilant eye on your property around the clock. For less than a dollar a day, you can enjoy 24-7 professional monitoring, ensuring prompt emergency responses for whenever you need it. Plus, Simply Safe's monitoring agents can intervene in real time, deterring intruders with the power of voice through wireless indoor cameras. But the best part is there's no long-term commitment, and you have a generous 60-day money-back guarantee. So why not give Simply Safe a try? If it doesn't exceed your expectations, simply return it for a full refund. Simply Safe has given us and our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Factor is back as a sponsor of Criminality and I couldn't be happier. Here is one of my favorite things about Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. They're perfect year-round in all seasons. I loved having Factor meals in the winter when it was so cold and so miserable to go out. And I was happier to stay inside and heat up my factor meal and get a warm meal. But now that it's spring and warming up outside, I'm revving up my fitness routine. So I don't want to do takeout as much. I certainly don't want to cook or grocery shop. And I'm more conscious about what I'm eating. Another perfect season and reason to get factor meals delivered. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of over 35 options including popular options like the one I get, which is calorie smart, but you can also do keto, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, it's not just meals. They have more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunches, snacks, beverages, all kinds of things to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. 
What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash criminality50 and use code criminality50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code criminality50 at factormeals.com slash criminality50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. So Paul sits down with Karini in this park in Brazil and starts to share with her about his criminal record via the translator app, of course. So Paul's criminal record and his uh, scrapbook of mugshots began back in 2007 when he was accused of second-degree arson. Remember the fire? What? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I've been waiting for the fire, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but more specifically, though, his charge was for, quote, burning personal property to defraud the insurer. Oh, yeah. Classic. AKA <laughs> Paul started the fire. It was always burning and he wants insurance. <laughs> Perfect. So, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, it happens to the best of us. Mostly the worst. Uh, Paul spent 18 months in the clink while awaiting his trial. And he eventually pleads guilty and was given supervised probation in 2014. That's a lot of time, right? For yeah, it is. It is. Having not been, I'm not saying that's right or wrong but in comparison to other things like wow i was actually surprised by that but rebecca it wasn't his only brush with the law paul then shared with karini via translator app those three words that every woman wants to hear you know the ones order of protection (laughs) oh no yeah So Paul explains that he and his ex-girlfriend had this terrible relationship. Eventually, they both take out orders of protection against each other. According to Paul, past girlfriends had been unfaithful to him. And when this specific one ended, they both sought out orders of protection against each other. He was like accused of not not, uh, physical abuse. It was um, like he threatened to slash her tires. Um, you know, plenty there to get an order of protection, but they both okay. apparently had them against one another. Okay. So Paul followed the rules of the order of protection and everything was totally, in the words of Kathy Hilton, hunky-dory. Hmm. Just kidding. He was arrested for violating the emergency protective order in Taylorsville, Kentucky in 2013. So Paul tells Karini all of this via translator app again, and He kind of just sits there. She's like taking it in, having to wait for it to translate, processing it, and is saying, oh, no, oh, no. And he, well, let me let you see what he does. Oh, good. This is going to be good. This I'm excited for. In jail. I've been in prison for uh, numerous things. Uh. I was accused of burning my own house, burning my own personal property and spent about 18 months in jail. Oh my God. And then a few years ago, I was in a very terrible relationship. She took out emergency protective order on me. I'm sorry. Oh my God. She doesn't deserve damaged goods. It's not fair to her. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Não, é bagunça, né? Eu não tinha ideia do passado criminoso do Paul. Eu não tava esperando por isso. Sério? I need my space right now. I need to walk away for a little bit. Cranny definitely does not deserve to have someone like me that constantly has problems around her. So I hope she understands I can't be with her. It's just not gonna work. Care to comment? Okay, sometimes these light and frivolous shows like are too fraught with humanity for me to handle. That moment? Yeah. Like with him telling the truth, like I felt that for him. Sure. Like I'm not like his I that that was awkward and I also understood a couple things she said because of my time with Elite. Um <laughs> did Oh yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, visiting Brazil, something like no, that. No, 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 no. I'm from a Netflix show about teens <laughs> and their sexy lives. Hot teens. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he ran away. Like, I don't respect that. Like, have the conversation, stay there for a response. Like, I think he just was so ashamed. So he ran away uphill in what looks to be like a rainforest. No, it so. was. It was. It's, it's a lot. I don't. I don't think oh. I have the compassion that you have for him just because I know what happens later. So I don't. Oh, OK. I don't, I don't have that so much for him. But okay. I get it. I understand what you're saying. I, I, I just this is like else. the weird way that I sometimes have a hard time. Like when I was a kid, it was hard for me to watch sports and see a team lose. I would just be like, oh, my gosh, they tried so hard and they practiced just as hard. Like it's that moment of like everybody oh, makes mistakes. Nice <laughs> I'm not really. You know me. Yeah. I just have moments where I see someone's real like humanness. Yeah. And I saw it there. Like he wanted to like tell her before they got further along, which I admire. Yeah. And that's really hard to do. But what happens? What does he do? To I make would like everyone to my take opinion? note real quick that <laughs> Rebecca just said she admired Paul. So let's continue. Let's go from there. So two minutes after that, Rebecca, no kidding. Another crime takes place. No joking. And I was actually going to play you that footage, and I had recorded it, but it's honestly terrifying. Paul runs off up the hill, right? And Karini's just walking through the park to find him. A man with a machete runs up to her, steals her phone, apparently robs the TLC crew, and they just run off. Is that enough crime like, for you vultures? <laughs> yeah, I know. And Paul's like, now who's laughing at my bulletproof vest? This thing, a machete can't cut through this. I, what the what? Yeah. Oh my what gosh. The what? Honestly, though, whenever I watch it, like I've seen it before, so it didn't really surprise me. I did not want to throw that at you because it is a lot to, to see. They blur the person's face out, but somebody comes at her with a machete and she just hands over her phone. It is wild. Wild. I can't believe they aired it. Yeah, I can't either. And I actually, I don't even know. It was hard for me to find that clip. Um, so I wonder if maybe they pulled it at some point. I don't know. I had to find it on like somebody's blog. Like the tourism board of Brazil is like, uh, uh, get the machete footage off the show. I want <laughs> people to come because it's like a beautiful place. But yikes. Yeah, it was. And just like right in front of the camera crew. Oh, like, my gosh. Stole from them and everything. Oh, but my it gosh. Was, it That's was, nuts. Yeah. So anyway, that happened immediately after he ran into the woods. But guess what? We're not done. Okay. So let's move on to something else. How about Paul asking Karini to marry him? After all, they've known each other like 
three days. And while these two lovebirds want to plan for their wedding, they first need to tell Karini's parents about this new issue, which Mm. is probably not going to be an issue because her dad is just a retired police officer. Oh, boy. (laughs) He won't mind. So the couple tell her dad and... You know, they're kind of surprised by it. But very shortly after, you know, he ends up going through with telling telling them the whole thing and then asking for her hand in marriage. Well, <laughs> he's asking for her hand in marriage in a way that only Paul could do. Um, translator app must have been down. Duolingo has not working that day. And this, Rebecca, oh, wait, where is it? This is how he chooses to show Rebecca... We do a lot of things with our hands. We do peace signs. Some people flick people off. How would you tell somebody, ask if you wanted to marry someone's daughter? Would you do? Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. Put the sheath on. No. (laughs) He's literally saying, can I marry your daughter? When the guy doesn't understand, he does. Oh, over and over. So for our non-YouTube watchers, Uh he's doing like the at elementary middle school finger in the make a one finger in to make a circle with the other fingers. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Putting it in. I can't. I cannot. I won't do the action, but let this. (laughs) I was so excited about this. It was horrific. So he got the whole finger wrong, first of all. It's like not that finger, which makes this even more explicit. It's like, it's like this is so bad. I'd rather watch the machete, to be perfectly honest. Yes, with bring you. us back to the machete, please. <laughs> the machete oh, of it all. My gosh. So yes. Well, eventually though, his her dad does say yes um to marrying his daughter slash eggplant emoji. So what do you do next, Rebecca? Well, that's when the K-1 visa comes into uh, comes into play here. So as I said before, it's known as a fiancé v- visa. They're both engaged at this point. They're engaged to each other. Tons of these visas are applied for every year in the name of love. But to file for a K-1 visa, you do need some money. And I can't remember what the amount is, but it's several thousand dollars. Okay. Um, yeah, it turns out Paul didn't have any. He has – his hands okay. are hard at work. But he's not really. He. Uh, you also need to have a job, which Paul had a hard time keeping. And like I said, you have to have like a certain amount of money. Paul had neither. And while you could have somebody sponsor Karini, now I don't know if you knew this, but if you sponsor somebody on a K-1 visa, do you know mm-hmm. how long you're responsible for them? Oh, like say gosh. it all blows up. And, and that happens sometimes on this show. You get married, you're responsible for them, the sponsor. Financially? If they file for um, government support, anything like that, you're responsible for them. Uh, 24 months or like two years or something? 10 years. Oh my gosh. Like who would do that? Exactly. And so yeah. Paul's mom was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. This is <laughs> yeah. She's not like, like- uh, a mother knows her son. <laughs> run, girl, run. <laughs> well, he knows how to run, but maybe she should start running. Like I said, Paul's mom was not going to do this. And while she may share the hair off of her head, she was not going to share the shirt off of her back. Oh, yeah. Did I mention that Paul's mom, who is a really lovely person, once gave Paul a gift before he left for Brazil? Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. I think you should leave a lot of this stuff there. These two cases aren't coming back. Good. My mother's taking me to the airport. She's feeling extremely emotional about me leaving. 
What, this is a doctor? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, here, here, No, here. no, I, I had out my hair so you know. She actually just uh, snuck out and gave me a little bit of her hair from her comb to take with her. Means a lot. Um, that's actually something, it's, it's, it's her hair. Very sweet of her to do something like that for me. So I'll make sure I, I pack it in here. It's not even like a lock. It looks like she swept it up from the bathroom floor while cleaning. She pulled it out of her hairbrush. Oh, gross. And you can't convince me those weren't bodies they were moving into that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he brought them into uh, Brazil, but yeah, those are the things he was carrying. He had so much stuff. I don't even have that footage of him going through the airport just carrying because that's like all of his like military grade stuff. He had mosquito nets he slept in under, <laughs> you know, during the night. There's a lot of stuff. Penis sheaths are not going to carry themselves, Rebecca. <laughs> if I know one thing, I, I know that to be true. I think we're up to six counting. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Paul can't get his mom to sponsor. He doesn't have the money. He doesn't have a job. Paul decided that he's going to go back to Brazil and marry Karini there with the attention of applying for a marriage visa. So it's going to be easier for her to come back to the U.S. with him if they're already yeah. married. Okay. So cut to the next season of Before the 90 Days. There's been several of these. And Paul does just that. So Paul is in Brazil the next time we see him. And he finds out that this plan of being with Karini and getting married there isn't going to happen. His visa in Brazil is actually denied. Oh. So he has to look into exactly why this has happened. Turns out he gets a letter from the Brazilian government he reads it, and it says that it was rejected due to crimes of terrorism, genocide, a crime what? against humanity, and war crimes. Was there a mix-up? And it stated that he had to leave Brazil in 10 days. There was. Or were my instincts right? About the <laughs> I know, right? He, he gets an immigration attorney, and it's basically like the records came over from the U.S., it uh -huh. says that it was a terroristic threat for him to, you know, say he was going to slash his girlfriend's tires. It didn't translate into Brazil. They don't have a term for that. So they see terrorism and they're like, not on my watch, Biatch. You are not coming to Brazil. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Fascinating. He has 10 days to get out of there. But, you know, he's going to have to figure <laughs> it all out, which is going to cost money and mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot to carry these all these things back and forth, you know? <laughs> His mom's hair, penis sheaths, the whole thing. So while clearly this is a whole other problem, he needs this money and time, he heads back to the U.S. So eventually he's able to get things cleared up, and he moves back to Brazil to be with his one true love. I wrote the P word again here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean Karini, not the penis sheath. So one thing to know about Paul, though, is he is a messy beach who loves drama. And he loves to show drama all over social media, which that's my favorite when people are, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it really like supplements the watching experience when you can like back it up with some good social. Oh, yeah. And, and he doesn't care. He's like, I'll delete it tomorrow. The <laughs> whole thing will change tomorrow. No one's going to remember this. So take October of 2017. Paul takes this time to head over to the Gram and tell the world that Karini's cheated on him with a man named Alex, and so the two broke up. Karini denies this. Keep in mind, English is not her first language. She's still learning English. Um, she releases a statement, and shortly after, they reconcile. Of course. Okay. Literally a month later, they get married in Brazil with Karini's family and friends in attendance. That was that picture I showed you before. 
And nothing can keep these two apart at this point. Just kidding. Four months later, back together, they break up. It just goes on and on and on like this, literally forever, until we're all dead. So Paul is in Brazil, and he's struggling to find work. So he says, you know, we should move to the U.S., save money, and they find out Karini's pregnant. <gasps> Eventually, they go back to Brazil, and he's with Karini. They have a son named Pierre, is what they call him, um, March of 2019. Cutest kid in the world. He's absolutely mm. adorable. Yeah. So that summer, though, the couple decides to move back to the U.S. Paul thought he'd be able to get more work in the U.S. Um, turns out he just does a lot of cameos, like a lot of cameos, and like five-minute cameos. And he'll like don't tempt me. And it's like tempt me. The holidays are close. (laughs) And it's like all of his greatest hits. They're just so unhinged and like things nobody asked for. It's it's good. So do they have like a cult following these two? Like they have like a lot of followers and like people are interested. I mean, I you're telling me about it. So, yeah, I'm like they're interested in the way that I'm interested. Nobody's like team Paul and Karini. <laughs> they're like, I'm I'm worried about the baby. I like Karini. I think she's very young. And I think she was like 24 when they got married. He was in his 30s. Okay. Um so I think that dynamic has always been a little off, and I think he's very controlling and a few other things. But um, yeah. anyhow, um, so it's not like an ideal situation, I would say. Um, and like you were saying, she looks different in every picture. The longer she's with him, I truly think the more miserable she looks. Like when you first oh. see her in the poop water, she looks gorgeous. And yeah, she did. Young and free and happy. And then I will say more recently, she looks a lot better, not like hot skinny beautiful just like she looks happier is what i okay. mean whenever i That's say that good yeah so living in the u.s for karini was really hard she has no family she has no friends here she doesn't know the language she has this baby paul's supposed to be working he's really not they have these wild dogs that just take over their lives it's a lot so i want to be very brief with this but on uh in july of 2020 paul streams on instagram loves the gram Alive of him calling the cops on Karini. Can you imagine? You're like literally going through a crisis and you're like, got to get those likes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to wait until more people log on. So we'll just wait. Oh, God, that awkward moment. They're like, hold on. Just going to, I'm not going to start yet. Stop screaming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically it. So So wrong. Karini, he says that Karini's contacted this attorney in Brazil and is texting about Pierre in custody and getting a divorce. So I guess he thinks that's a reason to call 911. Oh, this sounds a little scary. Okay. Yeah. So they get orders of protection Mm -hmm. against one another. And oddly enough, Paul is the one that moves to Brazil and Karini moves to Indiana. She has a friend in Indiana. Okay. I don't know that this, I don't know. I just have a feeling that he's like, if she goes back there, I'm there and she is stuck with me. I I just don't see, I don't, it doesn't make sense otherwise. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. And I just want to officially retract my earlier statements of of Paul's uh, humanity. The writing was on the wall. The red flags were there. I thought it was maybe him trying to be honest, like he'd changed. Clearly he hasn't. I think he's scary. I hope, you know, I hope this ends amicably and they're like not together, actually. Let's continue. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
The next month, though, they drop the orders of protection against one another and confirm that Karini is pregnant again. Oh, man. In February of this year, right around the time that baby Sitch was born and uh, this here podcast started, um, (laughs) Ethan, Paul and Karini's son, is born in Brazil. Another adorable little kid. Okay. And I even have this in my notes. I think Karini looks happier than she ever has being in Brazil, being around family. She has these Mm -hmm. little boys. She seems to really love them, loves her family. They're all very close. So in the past few months, the couple announced that they are moving back to the U.S. with Karini's parents for 90 days. He specifically said 90 days. So I know on these shows, sometimes they talk about like how long it takes for family members to come over. It's kind of I didn't quite understand why they would come for 90 days, but maybe maybe there's a piece I don't understand. (laughs) Keep it in the family. So while the couple has appeared on various installments of 90 Day Fiance, they are no longer filming. And Mm. we're not exactly sure why, but after there was abuse allegations, I did not go into any of that because it's out there if you want to see it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No. Uh, yeah, they're mm-hmm. and they're like pretty bad and then they like the other one says no it didn't happen. It's just oh, a cycle man. over and yeah, over again. It's so bad. Yeah, it's also why I didn't want to do this. I actually had this one picked out for a while ago, but it was in the middle of all this and I was like I it's too dark. That's true for my next story too. Really? Yeah. yeah it's like you want to play we wanted to play out and have some resolution or, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that's how this this one felt. I'll read a statement that he put on Instagram. I'll read part of it. Okay. Updates. The false allegations against me were withdrawn. We are currently in Brazil. Karini's green card was stolen and the embassy is closed because of COVID-19. So we will be here indefinitely until we can get her a boarding foil, hopefully before her green card expires. This is all over the place and that's why I'm reading it because it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot. Mm -hmm. Karini's pregnant with our next son, Ethan, who will be born in February. My dogs are finishing up intensive training at the Pampered Pup. They were a lot. Training? Oh, just training. Just yeah, like I was like for what? not but just maybe normal eat dog the babies. Training. Yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah, Karini inherited a farm, and we will hopefully be able to start growing something and making it a, a working farm. And we are hoping my mother will come see the farm. Just a lot of things going on in this statement. Yeah, he's a little erratic, and that's like a very, it's like big talking points and like weird little details. It's a very weird statement. And surprisingly that statement is no longer there so i had to find it on a website he had deleted it so if you'd you can have that statement you can go to instagram or you can go on OnlyFans. <gasps> yeah remember i said fans that's where we're at OnlyFans is known for a lot of things rebecca but i bet you never thought you could watch a live stream of someone getting dna results on their second born son with their wife and that's the kind of content Paul and Karini are giving you on OnlyFans. I mean, we used to watch that for free on like yeah. how she talk shows. <laughs> I know, Maury. I did find a clip that was like redone that looked like Maury. Like it looked like a real thing, but it was fake. So there was a discrepancy and... He constantly accused her of cheating on him, wanted to know. Actually, whenever he went to visit her, he made her take an STD test before he... Like very publicly, like... I need he you to do this. Is toxic. Yeah, that's probably the most accurate use of that word I've ever heard. <sighs> yeah, forget the lake or the water. Like he is the one that is like toxic. He's, He's poop water. water. Yeah. But if you want to find out the results, you can go to onlyfans.com and use <laughs> coupon code 
Run, Karini, run to find out. Um, <laughs> and I hope she does. It's terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, if she's in the video, it just it feels like, you know, how in what way is she consenting to all of this? Like, it sounds like this. She gets the courage to kind of leave or speak up and then she goes back to him and. Oh, it's just, it's making me sad for her. Oh, the whole situation, it's, it's super sad. And there are darker stories on 90 Day Fiance. The Jeffrey guy would not do that. Um, yeah, his is even worse. He's currently wow. in prison. Yeah, so, so this one, this is a very overview of the situation that's mm-hmm. obviously very, very horrible. Um, yeah. With interesting facts thro- thrown in there, and it's it's a character, but like he is a compelling character. I'll give mm-hmm, him that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am grateful to learn some things about uh, Ninety Day Fiance that I didn't know. Didn't even know that the Ninety Day thing wasn't just an arbitrary like love at first sight oh, idea. Okay, like mm-hmm. I didn't know it was contingent on this visa thing. So I had no yeah. idea there was an international aspect. I literally didn't know. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was cool to learn. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you can no, order that penis just... sheets at criminalityshow.com slash. <laughs> yeah. How can we bring those into the, the coming soon merch situation? No, thank you. Um, no. Wow. Sorry. It's I didn't know lot. if you were officially done. No, I'm no, just no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Keep processing. No, I just like, so that struck me. And then I also didn't realize there was like continual coverage. It sounds like they were filming a lot. And that's what happens on these shows. I've kind of tapped out a little bit on them. There's a lot of, you'll see before the 90 days, then you'll see the regular. So they'll go from before the 90 days to the regular 90 day fiance. And if they're compelling enough, you'll see them on happily ever after. There's now one that's like 90 day fiance strike back, strikes back. There's dating again, like half of them are divorced now. There's a lot. And it's not what the show started out to be. I'll say that there were some really cute wonderful couples early on and then it becomes like I would be I would be horrified if I was lumped in with them like I wouldn't lump the Kirliam and uh Alan is one from the first season so great so pure like truly looking for a life companion yeah like they met on a Mormon mission he met her down there like that's a whole different situation yeah it is because it's like a genuine life experience that they shared okay yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> wow. He truly is uh, one of a kind. I will say that. Yeah. And I will say his mom is actually, I think, a very lovely person who really cares about her grandkids, cares about Karini. I think she just can't be taken advantage of by Paul anymore. I think she's gotten him out of a lot of things. And it would be really, mm. really hard if that's your kid, you know? Yeah. I think there's something unhealthy going on there if, like, she can't let him leave without giving like something with her DNA on it. It's a little weird. Maybe, yeah. I it, but I will say I don't think that's the whole picture. I think that was such a weird, quirky thing. But because I thought like that lady's insane, and then as I watched her, I'm like, okay, I, f- I feel bad for her. I just I think his dad's never on the show, but his parents are married, so there's there's something going on. Yeah, you overall. sound like me now talking about. Paul at the beginning of the episode about the mom. I know. I do you feel bad. S- you stand Paul's mom. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I just saw the creepy dragging the dead body in the hair scene. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot there for sure. Rebecca, what is your um I, I see if you've got uh oh, Ja Rule and Billy, Billy McFarland. Yeah. So 
if you say fire, all I can think of is fire fraud. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so I decided Your to just hang with my boys. There you um, go. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, how have I not mentioned that? Sorry. So yeah, that's the story. Yeah, that's the story of Paul and Karini. And hopefully we don't hear any more from them and everything is fine and everybody's in therapy and happy and all that. I don't think yes, that's the case. But this is our Christmas wish. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't want to waste it on that. He seems resistant honest. to therapy. I don't know why. Just a, oh, just a hunch. He, I feel like he is, uh, the last thing I'll say about it is um, not an honest person. I don't mm. think he is. He spins the truth to make it how he wants to. He likes to be controversial. He said one time that she put glass in his Dairy Queen. I don't know. There's been a lot going on. I couldn't fit it all in, but I mean, that is gaslighting that I I hate to get like super true crimey here, but like what were those things? Like when he's probably trying to make her feel crazy Mm -hmm. with the STD test and the accusing her of cheating. I mean, that is like classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not good. Yeah. No, it's not. So would you like to, but it was a really good story. (laughs) And do you know why? Cause like, well, for a lot of reasons, but I liked that there was like no, um, lawsuit. (laughs) Oh yeah, like, that's true. I it's like a different. A it's a. I usually do too. I have the last several, and um, I don't know if I did the last several, but it was just really fun. We brought our. I know it was back. super dark. <laughs> yes, yes, it's been too long. Um, and let's just make a pact that that will be the only story we ever do with a penis sheath. I honestly don't think I can make that pact. Rebecca, what if something comes out on Thousand Pound Sisters and a penis sheath is involved? <laughs> Okay, I'll allow Penis it. sheath lawsuits. Can that be the exception? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. But, all right. Oh, that was good. Good job. Thank you. Rebecca, do you want to talk about what shows we're watching? I really do. I really do. Okay, it's a weird one, and it's not my normal thing, but my husband and I have been struggling to kind of find a show together. Right. Um, I've been, like, steeped in reality, and he's been, like, watching soccer and, like, whatever sci-fi things he watches. So we found a show. So here's three clues. I don't ex- – I'm curious what you think. Okay. okay. Let's do so this. the clues will be um, Netflix, Island, Religion. It is uh, a series, like an episodic limited series. What did I say? Island – Religion, Netflix, Netflix. I don't think I'm going to get this. Yeah, it's real weird. Uh, Catholicism, a priest. Mm. Um, okay, <laughs> it's called Midnight Mass. It came out a while ago, right? Oh, probably. Uh, Maybe September. last year. Oh, September. September. What is going on in this world? I can't keep up. Well, I feel like it came out around Squid Games. Is that true? It it came out oh, around the same time as Squid probably. Games. Probably yes. Probably. I don't know why that I know that, but because you know, you probably are like visualizing them up on the queue or whatever. Mm. But um, so the little blurb says the arrival of a charismatic priest brings miracles, mysteries, and renewed religious fervor to a dying town. It is um, it starts like a straight kind of mystery drama, and it does turn a little supernatural, weird. But it doesn't happen until several episodes. So I was invested at that point. Because if those start like that, that's not my kind of show. Right. I will say this was like so well acted and just compelling enough that I kept watching. But my caveat and warning to anyone listening who's curious is I didn't watch the seventh episode. It got really intense in six. 
and like gory. That's uh-huh. not my thing. And so my husband watched the seventh and told me about it, but I do think it's worth watching. It's a good story. Um, basically this priest starts performing miracles on this like tiny little island town. And there's people who believe and people who don't and how it divides the town. Lots oh, of very okay. like smaller stories within the story. It's really interesting. And it's the, by the guy, the director who did the house on hunting Hill or something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. house on there's Haunted like a Hill, couple of them. Right. Yes. And like Bly Manor, mm-hmm. which also have like a spooky horror kind of thing in a more drama setting. They're hard to explain, but if you liked those, you would like this, and I didn't love those, but I liked this one more. So it's oh, interesting. It's just really, really well acted, I have to say. Um, so it's not like a super hearty endorsement, but like right. if you're looking for something different, that I don't know. I like it. Try. Okay. So you know what you? I was in between two, and yours just pushed me into the same kind of feeling. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. So my clues are going to be. I got to think of these off the top of my head. Showtime. I okay. got the free trial for this and another show. Okay. Um, Showtime, Christina Ricci, and Ooh, what is Juliet Lewis. Oh, God. I love them. Mm-hmm. She's from New Jersey, Christina Ricci. Oh. Um, is it new? It is new. It's, I think, about five weeks. Um, it's. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I haven't heard of anything with them in it right now. I saw one preview for this and okay. I was interested. So. I didn't pull up the blurb, but it's a okay. it it goes back in time. So it reminds me a little of Cruel Summer with the teenage Ooh. aspect. Um, oh, so let me get you in. There yeah. you go. Sign Hot me up. Teens. Say no more. Let's go. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> so it, it goes back in time to like 20 years ago when this uh, girls soccer team goes to nationals. They're flying to nationals. And then 20 years later, what's happened? So they fly to nationals. They get into a uh, plane crash, which is not a shocker. It's like in the previews and stuff. They are um, left on this island and they have to survive. So 20 years ago, people are, or 20 years later, people are still asking them as adults, you know, what happened? What did you guys really have to do to survive? Because they were out there like 18 months or something. So just like, gosh, you got to suspend a lot of belief in this. Yeah. A little far fetched. Yeah. Even like already gone off the deep end for me. So I don't know how committed I am, but it's got like a supernatural feel to it. Um, but it's, it's cheesy, but it's fun. I don't know. There's like a lot going on with it. If you like like mystery, like, um, Christina Ricci's character is really weird, but they're kind of all being drawn together 20 years later because of something Mm. that's going on. So everybody wants to talk to them about the 20th anniversary and they've all like made a pact to not share everything that happened. Mm. And so you're kind of seeing little pieces of it going back and forth in time and stuff. But where I have a hard time is it's like day two and they're like, we're all synced up on our periods. And you're like... (laughs) day two first of all and like nobody's like i miss home or this is hard they're like singing songs from the time it's just a lot of where i'm like am i just that anxiety ridden that i just could not be chill whatsoever in this situation and at least not at that point yeah not on day one on day one they're like we found a lake let's swim and everyone's just so excited what is it called it's called oh did i not say that it's called uh yellow jackets Oh my gosh, I've not heard of it. And it sounds actually like something I will definitely watch. Yeah. Once I saw the teens in it, I was like, Rebecca, this has you written all over it. But it has, <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I no, I am a YA <laughs> show fan. I don't know why. It's all right. <laughs> I don't um, know why. A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting, but I think you would uh, like it. I actually got it because I'm watching Dexter, the new season of Dexter. And oh, fun. Good. That was going to be my thing. But, you know, I, I'm already regretting. I had one other show and I wish I'd done the other one. I don't think I sold. Well, I'm not trying to sell anything. Midnight Mass is what it is. I just don't feel like I explained it well, but it's interesting. As a Christmas gift, what is your other show that you're watching? Christmas gift to oh. the listeners. People might have okay. extra time. Okay. I I don't remember if you and I have talked about this before, like on the podcast or off, but Hulu. Okay. I'm not going to guess, unless you want to. Sure. Coming of age. Okay. Uh, going back and forth in time. Uh, middle school. <gasps> Pen 15. Yes. Have How we talked about Pen 15? We have, but not this new um, season. I haven't watched it yet. How is it? Oh. <sighs> Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know just really quickly about Pen15, the first season, the two like creators of the show and the main actresses are in their 30s. They're comedian actors, and they play characters in the show that are middle schoolers. But the whole show, everybody is actually in middle school, but they are not. But they embody oh my gosh. 13-year-olds in the most remarkable way. Mm-hmm. I think they're brilliant. It's very funny, very cringy coming of age, kind of just dealing with like the shame and the, just the angst of that age. Season two is a continuation, but it's a little heavier. Um, It deals with some darker subject matter. They're like still in middle school, but they're a little older. They get high school boyfriends and um, they're still just like charming and quirky and adorable, but like their friendship gets tested in different ways. It deals with more, I would say like just like bigger themes, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't lose its like playfulness. It's and and I know it's also the last season, so I think they maybe on right. purpose kind of tried to like give it a little more gravitas since yeah. it was ending. But I am I'm, I'm just I'm so blown away by the two of them. I forget their it's like Maya Erskine and um, Anna something. Yeah, Cole maybe maybe. Um, they use their first names, their real life first names in the show is yeah. their names. They're Anna and Maya, and you know they have this like I love them. They're BFFs. They're mm-hmm. the cutest. They're um, so cute. I love the first season. It's one uh, of my favorite seasons of anything. The, it's brilliant. The thong episode. What is it? Um, tomorrow. That's what like I see in my head all the time. Just tomorrow. Whenever they were like swapping it out. <laughs> yes, and the when they scene- would return it. For for me, it's the uh, the drum scene in her oh, yeah, concert. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh god, just um, it just zeroes in on like little moments that mm-hmm. if you can't relate to the specific thing happening, you know the feeling of it happening, yeah. and it's just so so good. So, Pen Fifteen was the other show I was watching, which probably yeah. should have led with. No, that's all right. I well, I was I've wanted to watch that one, but I know it's the end. So the second season. I feel like it's maybe 2A and 2B, like they divided this last yeah, one up, right? it's like chapter two of season yeah. two or something. I don't, I don't really get do it, that. but um, it was confusing to me. Yeah, I don't know. But I like blew through them because they're short and they're yeah. just so lovable. But um, yeah, it's really good. I didn't want to be sad with it ending. I've just I like, know. so I've put it off. I don't know. I, I know. I hope that. they do something else and I hope it's great because I just think they're so talented. They are. Oh, I love that. Well, I will yeah. need to watch that. Yeah. Um, perfect. So, Rebecca, okay. do you have your clues for next in two weeks? What if I said no? What if I was like, no, not yet. Um, I sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, 
consider this my notice. Um, I do. And they're, yeah, I do. Uh, there's no turning back now. You know no, the feeling. No, no, you're like, pretty committed. I've been vacillating up till like basically we hit record. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but I'm all in right now. And here are your three clues. Okay. Energy drink. Fashion. Broad. Okay. Okay. I have an idea. <laughs> Melissa's I brain. I will ask you after. Visually, it's like. I could see computations in your forehead. Like it, you were so much is happening right now. It is. I mean, and nothing Do you at the know? same time. I don't know. I, well, I'm going to guess it, but I'll cut it if it's I'll it. be surprised. Is it OC Angels? No. Do you remember the angel? Okay. No. Right. What is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? On the OC, whenever they had the angel uh, thing, the one lady, I can't remember her name, Tammy Rittenbaum or something. I don't know. Her ex-husband had like an energy drink thing and it was... OC angels, oh, like all no, their kids no, were part of it. No, no. I always assumed that was a fraud. So that was where no. I was. This is like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I'm excited. I don't think it's super obscure, but I don't think it. Yeah, it's I. I it's a. There's some good people in it, and lots of uh, like it's star studded. Ooh, Ooh, even better. Yeah. I just gave you like a fourth clue. Yeah, it's pretty star studded. So okay, It'll awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait. Let's do this again in two weeks. Sounds great. Yeah. If you uh, miss Rebecca during the week, which you should, she has her show dialogue out every Wednesday, new episodes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And same goes for Melissa, except Tuesdays. And her show is called Moms and Murder. And uh, I think major holiday will have happened in between now yeah. and then. So Merry Christmas to everybody celebrating Hope everybody had a happy Hanukkah who celebrated that. And we'll see you on December 30th. So we'll bring in the new year together with our next story. Yay. Have a great two weeks. Yay. Bye. Thank you for listening to Criminality. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and give the show a rating and review. The reality is it would be a crime to keep your thoughts to yourself. And come join the fun outside of the podcast and follow us on social media. We are at Criminality Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Memes are welcome. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, you can catch my co-host Melissa on her weekly show, Moms and Murder. And Rebecca Sebastian on her podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Don't forget, loving reality isn't a crime.